Hey guys, welcome to episode one. I don't know if I would call this episode one or two. This is kind of the first official episode of Bubbles and Banter. I guess if you're not counting like the introduction episode, I don't really know. All I know is it is 10 a.m. on Wednesday, May 8th, and I am officially a 29-year-old. I can't even believe I'm saying that. It hasn't really hit me. I don't think it will hit me to say that I'm a 29-year-old until probably a few days from now. It just sounds crazy. How in the hell am I 29 years old? I feel like it was just my 21st birthday. Like, I remember it so vividly. I just, it's crazy to think about. I'm sure other people too, when they're nearing the end of their 20s, are having similar scary thoughts and just how did I get here? How am I in my late 20s? I don't even want to think about the fact that next year will be my 30th birthday. Joe and I joke so much because he, we're in the same grade, but he was born in 1989 in October. So he has been 29 for a little bit now. And I have been teasing him for the past few months that he will be 30 this year and I will only be 29, but now I'm 29. So next year I will also be 30. So I can no longer tease him about that, which is just depressing. The fact that we'll be 30. And I know people say turning 30 isn't as bad or scary as it seems. I know a lot of people said that they loved their 30s and actually prefer their 30s over their 20s. I don't know. I try not to think about it too much, but I just think in the back of your mind, it's one of those subconscious things that you can't help but like think about your age. Like I am no longer going to be in my 20s at some point and just it just seems crazy. Like even though the time has flown since turning 20, like it also feels like it's been slow too. Like you just feel like you've evolved into a totally different person throughout these years. And I think your 20s are so transformative in so many ways because you're still in college and then you graduate and you're kind of just thrust into the real world and forced to, you know, become an adult and just start your life and see what direction it's going to take you. So I don't know. It's just interesting to think about. Maybe I'm the only person who thinks about these things. This is probably why I don't sleep well at night because my mind is just constantly racing So maybe this podcast will be a good place to pour out all these random thoughts and maybe I will start sleeping better at night so I'm not just thinking these in my head. So last night, when I was still enjoying life as a young, fresh 28-year-old, I got home. I saw Dear Evan Hansen with my mom. It was incredible. It actually was so real life. My mom and I kept whispering that to each other throughout the show, like how modern and realistic it is and I think I think it just came out as a show like one or two years ago because I know Ben Platt had played like the original Evan Hansen so obviously it is like a very current and relevant modern day musical but I don't know it was just really poignant and crazy how similar it was and something just struck a chord within me while we were watching it, I actually was having a little bit of anxiety, which is something that I do struggle with. And that's been another thing in my 20s is developing and learning to live with anxiety issues. But that's a whole different episode. Anyway, yeah, Dear Evan Hansen, it was very well done. 
Um, I didn't really know much about the plot line or anything. So I was kind of going in with blinders on and it was just so relevant to real life. It was very social media heavy, which I found very interesting because I've obviously been pretty immersed in the social media world for a long time now, just with my blog and have just seen how much it's changed in recent years. So I really liked how they incorporated that into the whole plot. If you have the chance to see Dear Evan Hansen, I highly recommend seeing it. I I loved all the different perspectives of it. Um, and yeah, there were just moments I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really hitting me hard. I, I was, there were moments I definitely could have started just crying throughout the whole thing. And I'm not going to give away any spoilers. I'm a very emotional person, so I tend to cry probably easier than others. But it just, it really hit me, just different parts of it, because it was so real and just the immersion of like Facebook and they had all these different screens on the stage and they had kind of all these different feeds going at all times of like what your Twitter or Facebook timeline would be and it I don't know sometimes it can just feel like a bunch of noise and almost like deafening and just overwhelming and I think they did a good job of representing that because there were there were definitely moments I'm like oh my gosh like I feel like I need to run out and just get a big you know whiff of fresh air Because sometimes this whole social media world can just feel like it's like caving in on you. And I think it was interesting too how, at least from my perspective, like, you know, seeing all these people sharing different things. And again, I'm trying not to give away any of the plot line, but I don't know. I think a lot of times social media can make us feel like we're on the outside looking in or like obviously everybody else's lives look so much more interesting than ours, which we all know is not the case, but social media can kind of portray that like, oh my gosh, what am I doing with my life? All these other people are like going to all these cool places, achieving all these cool things. And here I am now, I'm 29 for 10 hours. And what have I done in my 20s? What have I accomplished in my life? I know it sounds stupid, but I've kind of been having that battle with myself the past few days of like, I feel like I haven't even accomplished much in my life or in my 20s, which I know sounds so stupid and so like over the top. But yeah, I think people battle with these ideas sometimes. So I don't know. I think we're all really hard on ourselves sometimes, me included. And one of the kind of mantras that I want to go with this year and this, you know, new year of life of being a 29 year old is to not be so hard on myself and just kind of trust the process and let things happen and to know that I'm on my own path on my own course and you know that might be different than somebody else's and that is totally okay my cousin Kimberly who's in her 30s and she's so sweet she's pregnant with twins right now she actually just texted me a few minutes ago too wishing me happy birthday and it was kind of perfect timing because she said My 29th year was so much fun. I loved it. It was such a good birthday. It was such a good year. So that actually made me feel better because I even told her, I said, oh my gosh, I've been having this internal crisis. Like, what have I done in my 20s? Or I just can't believe that I'm in my final year of my 20s. And she said, just think of all the things that you've accomplished. You have two jobs, blogging and real estate. You live with your fiance. You live in an awesome condo. And Yeah, I really, sometimes you don't think about those things. You need somebody else to kind of bring you back down to earth and say, look, like 
it's just basically another day. It's another year. It's not that big of a deal. You do have a ton of great things going for you. And to appreciate all that stuff, which was very helpful for me and kind of just, yeah, brings you back down to earth because there are so many bigger problems going on in the world and we really are lucky to be where we're at. I'm also not intending for this episode to be super deep, but now that I'm like thinking back of all the things I'm saying, it's sounding very deep and like existential crisis and I don't know. I am not intending for that at all, but these are just kind of my random rambling of thoughts of my birthday. So bear with me. Hopefully I'm not the only person who thinks these weird random things in my head. When you do think about where you're at at age like 28 or 29 versus who you were at age 20 or 21, it really is crazy to think about because when I look at it from that perspective, and compare maybe 2019 me to, you know, 2012 me, I do feel like two totally different people. And I think I have evolved and grown so much. And when I think about it that way, you know, I'm pretty proud of myself because I've always been kind of more shy, I would say, or introverted. I'm a very observant person. I love to listen and watch things and kind of just see things from the sidelines and just take it all in. And sometimes I almost, you know, feel like I could just blend in with people and not even stand out because I am just so observant and more introverted. And I'm still that way for sure, but I definitely have evolved over the years. And I think being in real estate has kind of forced me to get out of that comfort zone and just make myself be heard, especially in real estate. It's It's such a dog-eat-dog industry, and I'm sure there's tons of other professions that are like this too, but, you know, we don't always get respect from some more seasoned, older real estate agents, and I know they've worked hard to get where they are, but it's been a struggle, especially even recently I've had some incidents where I just am not getting respected by other people in the industry, and I think they're not taking me seriously, and I've really, in my 20s, especially in my later 20s, kind of learned how to find my own voice and stand up for myself and, you know, kind of not take people's bullshit if they're being rude to me because I have always considered myself in the past to kind of be a doormat and I don't like confrontation and, you know, it would all kind of pent up and build up inside of me my frustration and I would just go home and vent to my parents and, you know, I know that's not super healthy. So I've been trying to stick up for myself more and just kind of be seen and be heard. And that's something I've, I'm proud of that I've accomplished in my 20s because when I was younger, I would have just probably not stood up for myself or not said anything. And I just think it's important that we all find our voice and, you know, that we ask people to give us mutual respect, especially if we're being polite and respectful to them. Even my confidence has changed so much in my 20s. I have gone through so many peaks and pits, and it's been so interesting to just reflect back on. I My early 20s, I will not lie, were pretty awful just in terms of like bullying and just other things that... I would love to dive deeper in on other episodes. Um, There's so many things I want to talk about on this podcast, and they're not all going to be this deep and like 
thought provoking. I feel like this is like way too intense of what I wanted it to be, but I'm just going to keep going anyway. So yeah, I don't know. My early twenties were definitely a struggle and I feel like I was really trying to find myself and find my identity. Again, I think being more introverted, I've always kind of in the past gone with the crowd and was afraid of standing out. And I really think through my blog, I have found my identity and found my voice. And I love the idea of standing out now. And that is something I could not say when I was 21 and still in college. You know, you wanted to just kind of look like everybody else. If you had different interests or hobbies, like people treated you like you were so weird and you felt like ashamed. And honestly, that still even happened probably in my mid 20s. And I don't know if it's just something that comes with age and maturity and wisdom, but as time has gone on, I just am caring less and less. And another interesting lesson that I've learned is that if you're doing something that's considered weird or like out there or not what everybody else is doing, you're probably doing something good. And that is something that took me a very long time to kind of grasp and understand and be comfortable with. Because when you're doing something that's considered different or weird, people are going to just not be nice to you. That's that was my experience when I started my blog. And it was very hard to cope with. There were moments I'm like, oh, my gosh, why am I even doing this? Like, I feel so stupid taking pictures of myself, putting them on the Internet and just basically giving these people fodder to make fun of me to my face and and behind my back because yes people have made fun of me to my face about my blog and I know people that have made fun of me behind my back so that was really hard to deal with in my early 20s and I'm not gonna lie I still struggle with that sometimes now but as time goes on I really do care less and less and I think there's something very empowering with that it's kind of like you know a rain jacket or something like water repellent like a lot of this stuff just repels off of me now. It's not 100%, but it's a lot better than what it used to be. And when I do th- compare myself now to back then, I am proud of myself. You know, It took a very long time to be comfortable in my own skin and to be confident in the stuff that I was doing and putting out there. And people are always going to find something to pick apart on you. It's just human nature, unfortunately. And when I started my blog, people made fun of me because I was weird. And then I started having some success and getting opportunities and they're still talking badly about you, but now it's more jealousy or more, you know, envy or like, Oh wow, I I could have done this or I could be doing this. How is she getting these opportunities? And I don't know. It's just interesting to see the evolution. And I have been just continuing to tell myself that, you know, you're on a good path If you're doing something out there, keep doing it. Try to silence out all the extra noise and know that something good will eventually come of this. Even if it's, you know, not money or success, if it is just growing you internally as a person, I mean, that's priceless. And I think I've had a lot of those internal lessons over the years, and I am very grateful for that. So, you know, even if you're not like the biggest blogger in the world or you aren't winning like awards or something crazy like that. Like you really need to look inward sometimes and say, okay, but have I evolved and grown as a person? Have I learned valuable life lessons that, you know, I can take with me for the rest of my life? Because I know I have, even in real estate, like 
I didn't really start feeling confident in my real estate career until like late last year. So that was in my fifth or sixth year of real estate. And there's still times I don't feel confident. You know, I'm younger in the real estate industry. A lot of people in this business are a lot older and a lot more experienced. And even though I have my dad with me, who's been in this business for over 40 years, there's still times I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. And I think just kind of wearing that confidence or, you know, pretending that you know what you're doing and just faking it until you make it and just telling people, look, I don't have the answer now, but I will look into that for you and get it later. Being able to just utter that sentence is something that I'm able to do now. Because in the past, I would freak out and freeze. If I don't know the answer to something, oh my gosh, people are going to think that I don't know what I'm doing. And I think as you go through your 20s, your confidence develops and you start to be able to handle situations a lot differently and with a lot more ease and comfort. To make this a little bit more lighthearted, I thought I would take a quick change over to the physical changes that I have seen in my 20s. Where did my metabolism go? I, I just, I feel like when I turned like 28, it just completely went out the window. I just, I don't know. The changes that I've seen in my body like the past year have just been depressing <laughs> to say the least. I have never been a super consistent workout person. I have been luckily in the past year, but I just feel like you wake up one day and your body is like not as tight as it used to be. Your arms, which I've always had the skinniest little arms. And lately I'm like, okay, my arms are like growing in size. Where did this come from? I've never even had to deal with this problem before. And I don't know. I just feel like my clothes are starting to fit differently. And that is probably one of the more depressing things about aging is just figuring out and realizing, oh, wow, I actually have to start eating a more balanced diet. I need to work out consistently. I need to strengthen different parts of my body. I can't just go for a walk and call it a day and say that I got my exercise in that day because that's not going to do anything for my upper body, which I'm really starting to realize now. So that's been another interesting part about evolving in your 20s is just seeing some of those physical changes too and learning <laughs> to accept those or maybe not accept them yet, but to acknowledge that they're there and things are changing and we need to figure out how to stay in shape and you know, maybe develop for me a more consistent routine because that's been something I definitely have not had throughout my 20s. Constant, just puffy eye bags also seem to be like a new thing that I'm going to be carrying in to my later years. I, whether I get like a great night's sleep or like four hours of sleep, I'm pretty much guaranteed to have the largest, puffiest bags under my eyes on any given day. Like, it has gotten so bad that when I take blog pictures now, I literally have to wear sunglasses if I don't want to look completely deranged. I don't know what is happening. I know it's allergy season. I know it's spring. My allergies have been off the charts, but literally my eyes, I just, I look at pictures of myself from when I first started my blog, like in 2012, and I'm like, you didn't have a single puff under your eye, you probably didn't even know what puffy eyes were, you sweet, innocent little thing. 
And now they are just a constant in my life. And last night I'm like, oh my God, Olivia, these are your last hours of being a 28 year old. You need to develop like some sort of skincare regimen. Like I only do moisturizer and primer and like that's a little too much for me sometimes. So I started panicking. This is like two hours before midnight last night. My, my last final moments as a 28 year old, I frantically start Googling depuffing eye creams, best anti-aging eye creams for crow's feet, all the above. Mostly for me, it's the puffiness that is the problem child. Spent hours. I had probably 10 different tabs up of every different article, Cosmopolitan, Refinery29, Glamour, you name it, all with different like top 10 eye creams. Of course, they're all totally different. Then you go on Amazon you read reviews that are just completely skeptical, just panic mode at like 1130 last night. I finally settled on like an eye cream. It was, of course, the most expensive, promised to do the most for the puffy eye bags, handed in my cart, and I'm just like, what are you doing? You're exhausted. You just pounded a bunch of Tostitos chips and salsa at 1130 on a Tuesday night. This probably is not contributing well to the puffy bags under your eyes with all this salt consumption, shut the laptop and go to bed, wake up as a refreshed 29-year-old, and then you can order the eye cream if you still want it. So I woke up this morning, actually slept in a little bit, not going to lie, did not have a good night's sleep, had no meetings this morning, treated my little birthday self to a little sleep-in session till 8 a.m. this morning, and listen to some podcasts in bed, got up, started my fresh new search to rid myself of these awful puffy eyes, and ended up settling on a much cheaper alternative that I think is going to bring me a lot more results. And ladies, it is an ice roller. I know I'm probably the last person on this planet to order an ice roller. I don't even know if that's what you call it. It's one of those things that like, is a metal, basically roller, and you roll it over your face. Finally settled on one. It comes tomorrow. Thank you, Amazon Prime. I'm so excited to try it. Saved myself about $60, too, by not getting the fancy eye cream. And I'm just really excited. I think this will be the start of a very exciting new chapter. I'm hoping my eye puffiness will drastically decrease. Fingers crossed for myself and for the pictures I take so I don't look terrifying to young children. I think one of the most important lessons or goals that I have moving on now in this next year of life is to just trust things, trust the timeline of things, and to continue to push myself out of my comfort zone because there have been, you know, kind of vital moments throughout my 20s that I have finally taken that leap and gotten out of my comfort zone and great things have happened. I tend to talk myself out of things or psych myself, you know, up and create these scenarios that are terrifying and seem almost unattainable or unreachable. And then when I finally, finally get the courage to just take that leap and do it, I'm like, why did I wait so long? This is not scary at all. You're actually kind of mad at yourself for waiting and, you know, getting in your own head too much. So that's definitely probably the biggest thing that I want to keep doing and to just take with me on this kind of 
new page or new chapter with this, you know, next year of life. Because I have some really cool ideas. I know I'm capable of so many things and I think we all are capable of so many things and we get in our own heads too much. Even Joe and I talk about this, my fiance, all the time. Like he's just so incredible and he is so dedicated and driven and so disciplined. If I had to use one word to describe him, it would be discipline. He just ran the Boston Marathon a few weeks ago. He has an incredible job and he just, he works crazy hours and he runs every day after work. And for training for Boston, he was running crazy amounts in the winter every day after work. And I'm just so impressed by everything that he does. And I think we all have really unique skill sets that we can be inspired by each other to kind of implement into our own lives. And his discipline is definitely something that I am trying to work into my own daily routine. But yeah, for me, it's just taking those risks. And him and I, he and I talk about that all the time because we know we're capable of great things. And sometimes we just kind of can get nervous about it. Or it's that, I guess, maybe fear of failing or fear of rejection. I know I struggle with that a lot. So we have been having a lot of pep talks with each other. Like, look, we're in our last year of our 20s. We need to do this. There's no better time than now. And I know it's a risk. I know it's scary, but great things can happen. And you don't want to look back on your life and just say, what if? Or, oh, I never even attempted that. I think that's the scariest thing of all. So cheers to being 29. Cheers to listening to all this. If anybody is still left listening after this long, long ramble session, I am so sorry. I promise I want this podcast to be very fun and lighthearted. And I'm going to have guests on. It's going to be fun. And I want people to laugh. I actually love comedic things. Like I have so many funny, in my mind at least funny, ideas that I have written down that I want to do on this podcast. So I'm so sorry for this random episode. I just thought, I don't know, I'm 29 today. I want to film something or record something that, you know, is relative to my birthday and thoughts that I'm having on my birthday as I sit here still in my PJs drinking some OJ. Thank you guys so much for bearing with me. I am off to get my day started because it's getting close to 11 now. I probably need to do something with my day. I'm also going to Soto tonight, one of my favorite Italian restaurants in Cincinnati. And I'm so excited. I also went there for dinner last night with my mom before Dear Evan Hansen. So it's been a good week. I'm very excited. Thank you guys so much for listening to this very long-winded, probably made no sense stream of consciousness about being 29 and living life in your 20s. I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.